Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. ¿Qué pasa, campeones? Welcome to the Churros y Tácticas podcast. It is Friday, the 7th of July. It's a two-parter this time once again. One for the free listeners and one for the loyal listeners. And uh, I want to start off today with a little shout out, a little tribute to my grandmama, the last standing of the four grandparents that I've been very lucky to have until today. Uh, the last of my grandparents, my grandmama on the Dutch side has passed away a couple hours ago. So rest in peace to Omi. Um, 96 years of age, Kian. As I said, I have uh, been lucky to have had four grandparents and um, the last one passing away with uh, at 41 years of age. You know, she's, uh, I don't know if you have that with your kids, but my kids got to know my grandparents. So they're great grandparents. Uh, that's something that we see more and more, I think, in today's society, or maybe not. I don't know, kids or nowadays people having kids later as well. So maybe this trend will change. But uh, that's all besides the point. Uh, leaving us was a, a, a beautiful person, a loving, caring person. And uh, she's joining Hans Vilmar Lorraine, uh, my grandfather, up in the, the clouds somewhere, hopefully. And uh, we'll be busting his balls once again, <laughs> once again <laughs> in the afterlife. So, Omi, uh, big kus, hele dikke kus to you. Ik hou van je. I love you. And, um, you know. You're going to be missed. Rest in peace from, from me as well and all the Churros family. Diego's grandma is our grandma. So uh, much love to you and your family, buddy. Thank you, bud. Just out of curiosity, did your boys meet their your grandparents? Do, 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 they, do they have great-grandparents? Or have, have your parents great-grandparents uh, passed away? They have a, two great-grandparents that uh, are a lot that they've met. So one okay. on each side of the family. Uh, they're great grandmothers. They know, yeah. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, it's a special, special, right? So, like, anytime yeah. they're together, it's like you take a bunch of pictures, videos, because you, you know, you never know. Like, this you is like such a special time in history. Like, it's like yeah. a passing moment that you may never get again. So, yeah, it's definitely special, right? I, I yeah. think it is. I think it is. You know, the first time that it kind of hit me, I was like, "Wow, this is your great grandparents," because it's sort of, it's almost like you know, my parents, their grandparents aren't really grandparents. And then those become, these are, the, these are your grandparents. It's like, no, wait, they're a step higher uh, up the ranks. Even it's, it's, you're talking great grandparents. And, and like I said, I don't know if that trend uh, will continue because I do feel that people are uh, more preoccupied getting kids later now. Um, yeah, I haven't looked at the numbers and I don't know what the d data says, but it does feel like just looking around, it does feel that way. Mm -hmm. um, it does, right? Okay. Yeah. But I, I don't know if that's backed up by the numbers, but it does feel yeah. that way. Yeah. I mean, like well, back in the day, like, you know, when with my grandparents in, in Iran, it was extremely common that not only yeah. would you marry at like 15, 
Right. But you'd right, also right. have like seven, eight, nine, ten kids. And yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, so like, you know, I had a ton of cousins. My kids yeah. are going to have like a couple cousins, cousins, maybe, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's exactly. just different, different now. Exactly. 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 And uh, from the topic of grandparents, Keon, why don't we segue into, uh, I would say, Guler, no? Uh, out of that Guler. I was, I mean, the, the, I was the trying kid. to figure out, like, how do you segue <laughs> like, this from I mean, grandparents like, from to Guler? From grandparents to Gulers, uh, the kid that, you know, a month ago, none of us ever heard about. Mm. I'll go on a limb and say that you didn't either, even though, you know, you're much more in tune with the international scene than I am. But uh, that then, of course, became a a game of tug and war, and between uh, well, not just Barça Madrid. There were so many clubs involved. At some point, even Sevilla was announcing that they were going to sign him. Dortmund was announcing it. Leipzig. Then it was the Premier League teams. Then Barça said, "Ah, it's a done deal. Thanks to Deco's trip." And uh, <laughs> in the in the end, uh, Real Madrid run away with uh, the new Turkish sensation. Uh, I'm curious, very curious, of course, to see how it will develop, uh, how he will develop in, in Madrid. Um, I have my doubts now that I've kind of studied, uh, you know, his case, uh, his, his positioning, knowing the depth that Madrid has in the midfield. Um, Did you have you those know, same doubts when he was going to go to Barca? Well, we don't have the, like, we don't, first of all, uh, the, the, the terms that Barca were trying to push to Fernabache was, and that Fernabache were happy with, was he's going to stay one more year on loan with you guys. Um, and as far as I have understood, one of the reasons that Madrid in the end managed to, uh, uh, um, you know, run away with, uh, with Guller was that they agreed to bringing him into the first team right away. Um, Besides, of course, the the uh, increase in money, uh, them increasing their offer for the the, the Turkish kid uh, that led him to eventually sign for the for Los Blancos. So, um, you know, to, to answer your question, was I concerned? Well, I, I, not really at the time because the newspapers were reporting that Barça was going to agree to allow him to be on loan with Fenerbahce for another season. So. It was like, you know, kind of time to see how that was going to, how he was going to fit. And, and you know, next season is, is a long way away, of course. I'm meaning the next, next season, right. not this upcoming one. Yeah. So, so I'm curious. Yeah, you so know, you filed it away as like for the future, right? For the future, 100%. Yeah. So, so again, I don't know if this is going to be a case of, uh, you know, we've seen it with Madrid in the past so many times at this point from, from Renier. Uh, do I say that right? Rainier, Rainier. 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 Renier, uh, Take Kubo, Odegaard, all these, you know, very talented players um, that came in that, you know, I don't think he's going to have much playing time, Kian. Let's, let, you know, Madrid is also a very stacked team in the midfield. Uh, just in the last podcast, we were doing sort of our, our all-star 11 and in the midfield where we're able to do so many variations, um, just showing just how deep 
Madrid and, and, and Barca are in that in that position. So how do you how do you see it, man? Are you happy? Like, uh, is this you know obviously you won uh, this battle. The the, the Guler battle has been won by los blancos, so that's another check mark for the Madridistas. Hundred percent understand. Again, even though I didn't know this guy uh, a month ago, it's uh, all of a sudden it's like candy in front of your face, and you're like, I want it, I want it. And especially if the Blancos come into the scene, you're like, no, no, he's going to come to us. All of a sudden, it's like, it, it's funny how it works. I mean, we are just big kids. It's, uh, you know, we all want the same toys if the other person has it or it's funny that way. But well, um, this is the yeah. time. This is what it was, uh, Diego. This is the trajectory. First, it was he was going to Barca. So all the Barca fans were calling him the Turkish Messi, <laughs> Arda Kuller. <laughs> it was, you know, that and made then, sense. And then uh, he went to Real Madrid, and then, and at that time, Real Madrid fans were like, whatever, who is this guy? No one cares. No one knows. About <laughs> yeah, him. yeah. And then it shifted, and then all of a sudden, the Barca fans were like, man, this guy's overrated. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> Real Madrid fans were like, this is this is the next Ozil. <laughs> and so it completely so shifted funny. the dialogue shifted and how 100%. both both fans uh, viewed it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like I, I've I've said this many times. I I had no idea who this guy was. Um, so when rumors still first broke up, people asked us about it. I was like, I don't know anything about this guy. I've seen the same YouTube compilations you guys have. That's it. Yeah. That's all I know. Then yeah. when it became a little bit real, I had to do a little bit more research. I read about him. Uh, so I understood a little bit more. And then yesterday when he was officially signed, I, I actually did a scouting report that I haven't published yet. But watch video, read more, did a deep dive. And I kind of just understood the big picture a little bit more about who he is. The question right. about your your questions are valid. Like, you know, we've seen the examples of Rainier, of Odegaard. I mean, those are two completely different cases. In the case of Rainier was that he just is not good enough. In the case of yeah. Odegaard was that he just looked around and was like, I just want to go and play somewhere, guys. There's too many people here. In the case of Kubo, uh, he's, you know, to be fair, he's having a good career at Real Sociedad. Um. And we still have the rights to him if we do want to bring him back. I, I feel like it's kind of slipping away in some sense, though, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, you Kula, think so? Let's not digress into that. But Well, it's just that like we have a lot of players in that position now, and yeah. he's not... Is he? I think he's still non-EU, as far as I remember. Wow. Which makes it complicated. I I, I'm, I think so. That's okay. just off the top of my head. Um, but at, at any, any rate... Um, the thing, because you mentioned all the midfielders we have, and what does that mean for Arda Guler? Because he did confirm today in his presentation he's not going out on loan; he's staying. Yeah. I don't see the midfield being where he's competing for. We need a right winger, and he is pretty much mm. the only right winger in the squad. So he actually might break through quicker. Um, for that reason alone, is that he's his specific niche skill set is actually something we need. We need a right winger. He can play that. Why role, you say right? you need a right winger? No, we don't have one. I mean, like we just don't have. Dude, just the other day you were putting Rodrigo in your starting All Star eleven. I I still do. I still do. But I I'm, my my point is Rodrigo's not a right winger. He's just someone I want on the field. But he's not like the traditional right winger. He's someone who kind of mm -hmm. drifts centrally. He likes to play on the left more. He likes to play in the. You want the somebody middle. that sticks to that position, is glued to the line. I I don't know personally. Like that's that's a good question. Also, I don't care about symmetry. I don't think it's necessary to have a pure right winger at all times. This is an overrated concept. 
when when Barca had Messi, everything went to the right. When Real Madrid had Cristiano Ronaldo, I mean, and still now with Vinicius, everything goes to the left. It's just natural that you're you go where the best players are. So I think it's overrated to have that symmetry. You don't need it. You know, we want a three-peat with Isco and a diamond, you know, with no no one on the right wing apart from Carvajal, basically, and Modric who would go there sometimes. I don't care about that aspect of it. Um, but there are going to be times that it's good to have that skill set available. You'll need that presence. Um, yeah. And the good thing is, like, if, God forbid, Rodrigo is injured or can't play or needs to be rested, especially, like, when he come back from international duty from Brazil, you can just put Guler in there instead of Rodrigo. Um and it would make sense. So I think for that reason, actually, it'll, it'll play in his favor because apart from Brahim Diaz, who can play on the right wing, we don't really have that profile in the squad. But it is also true that you gotta, you're gotta, you probably going to have to play Bellingham there in that position a lot. So there's still still a lot of players that you have to, to divide. But he's going to have his chance. He's going to have his chance. And if he impresses, I think he can he can break through. And then maybe like by next season, because like I think everyone is under some kind of clear understanding that okay, Arda Guler is not going to come in and start right away and play all these minutes. But if he impresses in the limited minutes you get next season, you get next season, then next summer you have you're at this crossroads where you can kind of sift through and say okay, Brahim not great, we don't need Kubo, we'll just we'll just sell those guys and we'll just mm. keep Brahim. Mm, or in Kubo's mm. case, you just don't you don't trigger the the rights. But so I there's a chance that he breaks through. I'm not going to speak definitively one way or the other. I also think there is a lot of overhype, in part because we snatched him from Barca, so like the fans are going crazy, right? Um, yeah. Maybe he'll be great. Maybe he won't be. We have no idea. Um, so I don't know. I'm 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 very cautious about it. But he it is true that he's going to be competing with a lot of players. But it is also true that he is also a right winger who can play in the middle too. And we could use a player like that. Do you take any issue in the fact that, you know, Fernabache released, uh, can't really call it the contract, but say that the, the terms, right? So it was 20 mil fixed, uh, 10 in add-ons, um, 20% in future, uh, transfer rights. And, uh, Apparently, fifteen or twenty million to the parents as well. Are are you uh, like considering that this is a player whose buyout clause was seventeen million, and now it's it's closer to, you know, like say roughly around fifty mil? Is is that something that bothers you, or are you like, look, I we needed to get this player. A ton of teams were interested. Barca, our you know nearest rival, almost got him. We had to take him away. We have the cash. I've I've no quarrels or queries with that. Uh, I just feel like it's kind of. I mean, it it kind of is annoying that you just have to pay all these fees. Like it's not nothing is straightforward like a transfer fee anymore. Yeah. I guess that's just, just, how, it's just kind of like that's how, the nature of the beast. I, I just feel like that's it. just the, the the world we live in. Like it's just yeah. kind of unavoidable, <laughs> unavoidable at this stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't. I don't feel too strongly about it, to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah. I guess this is just like our, and when I say our, I mean Barca fans' last sort of, <laughs> you know, last bit of poo that we can throw your way. 
is be like, well, look at all the, sh you know, look at what you had to pay in the end. It's ridiculous money for a player we never heard about. But um, did you, you say know, that Fenerbahce officially released that information? Yeah, I want to say, or um, yeah, I want to say I saw their logo that on I didn't that see. piece of paper. Yeah. Or maybe it was Fabrizio that got his hand on it, but but I'm oh well, well that's different. Certain. If Fabrizio, but, but he posted it though, so I mean he wouldn't post that without the okay of Fernandez because he would shoot himself in the foot. I would imagine. I mean, I, well, yeah, but it's still different. I I, I understand what you're saying, but it's kind of different. If like I thought you meant that Fenerbahce the club, posted yeah, on their yeah. Twitter, which would be totally totally weird. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. different. I mean, Fabrizio posted. Fabrizio posted, but. <clears throat> he also may be getting that information from anyone, not just Fenerbahce. Of course. And and uh, what about? <laughs> I'm really uh, I'm trying hard here. I hope all the Kule listeners are appreciating the doubt I'm trying to instill into Keon's brain here. But what you do should, you make? You should you should suggest <laughs> Lukaku instead. Um, what do you make of the fact that he had he was flirting with so many teams? You know, so now. Uh, or since a few days, the papers have been reporting just not not the fact that uh, so many teams were interested. But uh, this might have gone missing in international news. But here in Spain, Sevilla was almost announcing the player uh, like this is a week or two ago or like 10 days ago. And it looked like he was going to sign for Sevilla. And it was like, holy shit, Sevilla is going to get this kid, the new Turkish sensation. And all of a sudden, was, all of a sudden it was Leipzig uh, and Dortmund. And, you know, and, and it was like, no, no, it's done. It's a done deal. He's going to Germany. Um, you know, it's uh, it's going to be, uh, uh, again, between Leipzig or Dortmund, it's done. And, like, do you get a sense that, I mean, no, do, do, do you get a sense? No, because it's pretty obvious. But also the fact that Barca have gotten in the mix and, and they were made to think that it was a done deal. Do you foresee... That's the right way to pose the question. Do you foresee any problems in go heading into the future with a player that is surrounded by money hungry wolves? Uh, and 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 you can say, well, that's everybody for for sure. Like let's let's at least say ninety nine percent of the players now are you know represented by agents, uh, whether parents or, or or third parties, whatever it might be, that are in it for the money and, you know, want as much cash, cash as possible. Um, you know, but with cases, I don't know. I mean, the past has shown us, right? I mean, the, the clearest one for me, like Figo, even before signing with Barca, it was, he had so many red flags already that something like this, what eventually happened, his transfer to Real Madrid from Barca by signing a, a, a pre-contract, if you will, um, you know, with Florentino, that of course became world famous, um, was could have been foreseen given the fact that he had deals in place already when he was still in Portugal and signed with uh, was it Parma and, and Inter or Parma and Juve? I don't, I don't know. But he signed two contracts and that basically Serie A said, "Look, uh, you cannot come." You're, you know, to the Serie A, to the Italian Calcio, to the Italian, Italian League for the time being, and that allowed Barca to run away with it. So, do you understand what I'm, where I'm going with this? 
Yeah, if it's going to cause a problem in the future, look, no one cared that Figo insulted Real Madrid publicly and mm. then almost went to Serie A when he came in and helped us win the league in that first year. No one cared. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, Figo then just fizzled up because he declined and then he just left unceremoniously. And that was that. But I don't think he himself caused issues later on, partly because he was older. Now, Guler is a little bit younger. But your concern is like, look, this is the way I see it. The timeline matters. It seems that Real Madrid came later in this discussion um, after all these clubs you mentioned. And some say no. Eh? Some say uh, that Madrid were in it from the start and they were like cool, calm, collected. And so I don't know. But go on. Go on. I, I actually would love for that to be true because it just mm. proves that no one knows anything. Like no right. one reported this um, mm. <laughs> of Real Madrid being no one like in, on the Madrid side of things that I've seen anyway. I think it's just a different beast when Real Madrid make the offer because all those teams you mentioned, Sevilla, Dortmund, Leipzig, they don't have the prestige that Real Madrid has. And I think Real Madrid were probably willing to meet those fees that were being requested, whereas the other teams weren't. And I don't really know what happened in the Barca situation because Barca is obviously a big club. But Barca's financial situation is such that they have to be a little bit more frugal when people are demanding agent fees and father fees from them. It's very possible that if this was Bartomeu, yeah, you would have signed Arda Guler. <laughs> we would have signed him for seventy mil or something. He would have been yeah. like wrote a check for his own house. Hey, here, here's my house. Here's here's my daughter's house. Hundred percent. I can't I can't afford it. Later on, this the the club will be bankrupt. But yeah, anything you want. I think Laporta probably is a bit more frugal in that sense in for this particular thing because, you know. Yeah. Also, let's be honest, it's Arda Guler and not like I don't know, Neymar. It's not like it's not, you know, we we seem it's he seems he's a very talented player, promising for the future. But this is not someone that like for years people have been like, oh, like we literally everyone found out about this guy like a month ago right it's crazy that yeah. so you know yeah yeah and i love it everyone has become an instant arda guler expert as well you know it's it's I've, i always find that amazing i'm like wow where, where social media guys? really has, <laughs> where are you has guys changed throughout the, throughout I think the season like you just see so many weirdos and I'm not just talking respect. about social media like i'm talking just, about like professional journalists you know yeah. that are like just defining him to perfection or saying like, he's going to, he's ah, this, this is like a fit here. He plays like this and play. And I'm like, well, wow, well look, here's the thing though. Were all these guys during the season. Couldn't you give us a heads up sooner with this amazing talent? You know, yeah. I mean, it's so yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> that part of the reason we see like social media has exposed a lot of people and like, it just, it's just, it's chaos. It's social media is just chaos. Now it's just basically a burning forest of like just crazy takes everywhere. But, while we did only hear about this guy, I mean, like, we is like, look, I'm sure, like, people, like, knew about him, obviously. Every, like, all the Turkish football fans knew about this guy. He's playing with the Turkish national team already. Like, everyone knows him in the in the specific circles. It's just yeah. that us, like, ignorant over here covering Real Madrid yes. and Barcelona, we didn't know about him. Sorry. Yeah. But, but despite that, despite the fact that we only found out about him a month ago, it is also true, Diego, that he is great within the context of where he's playing right now that's indisputable this past year 
The Athletic put out a, a a great article about it and basically outlined all of his numbers. He dominates the Turkish league in like every offensive category. He doesn't score many goals, but from the creative standpoint, setting people up, dribbling everything, he's top of the charts. Hmm. It's now it's just a question of how does this translate to a higher level? What does this hmm. mean? What yeah. we do know now is that he is actually really great within the context of his league. That's mm. irrefutable. What is less known is like we've seen a lot of young players dominate their either their age group or their specific leagues. But then now we need to see how it'll translate to a higher level. That's it. Yeah, and and you know another like what I don't understand is that Barca have had two you know rising Turkish talents in their squad in the last you know five years or so. There was uh, Demir. Yeah, and. Oh fuck! I'm gonna blank on the other kid's name, Demir, and it'll come to me. Uh, both players that didn't work out have had to move on, uh, and and who came at a very young age. My my point, the reason for bring, me bringing this up is that you know you're hearing Guler Guler all over the place, and he's being touted as uh, you know the best Turkish talent of the last century. Those are massive words. Why is he only being talked about now? I mean, I'm going back a little bit to where we were talking about before, but why didn't Barca scout this this player in particular as opposed to uh, the likes of Demir and the other Turkish kid that didn't work out? Because, I mean, if you have to take the word of uh, the experts, if you will, and, and, and I'm reading some of uh, a, a Turkish, uh, this is a Turkish journalist who goes by the name of Lara Karakan, um, she's saying that profile-wise, he would be a better fit for Barca with his technical abilities because of his one-touch one play, his agility. Um, Why is you that know, specific he's not, to Barca? He's not so much a player that typically uh, that, that possesses that typical speed uh, uh, that a right winger that you look for in a right winger that maybe when you talk about traditional right wingers uh, that Real Madrid are looking for. Um you know, and then she goes on to mention the competition he has in in, in the positions that that he'll be uh, uh, playing for. Um, well, be, well, there's certain players that that fit characteristically a team better. The same that you know certain coaches would fit clubs better because of their playing philosophy. I think this is just more philosophy. about like it's because of Messi. I mean, right? This is basically the reason this perception exists is because Messi occupied that position and played kind of. That kind of football, like Guler is slower. You know, he's not as fast. Like he's not like a Gareth Bale type of player. He's slower. Yeah, <laughs> similar to Ozil in that sense, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but like, well, let's go through. Like, who would he be competing with at Barca? Rafinha, Dembele, and he is a completely different winger than those two. It'd be interesting to see how right. Chabi would. Like, ultimately, I don't think it was. Yeah, come uh, I don't think. I think it probably came down to. Money and then you the point that you brought up earlier about the loan. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't like I don't every player has to come to a club presentation and say basically this was of course. you know, no other club. This is no, I've only yeah. like obviously they have to say that every presentation. Yeah. I think in a lot of cases it's you know, obviously they just have to say that, but really they just look around and say, Okay, I look at the financial offer, the playing time offer, etc. And that's the decision that it comes down to. So for whatever reason, Real Madrid fit those that criteria bet better than for him. 
better than any other club. So, well, let's see. Um, I'm. It'll be curious to see his uh, adaptation and his time at, at Madrid, and uh, you know, may he be another disaster. Moving on. <laughs> well, no, well, hold on. We actually have to. We have to move on to part two now. So, because uh, it's we did thirty ah, minutes yes. here, thirty minutes there. Wow. So time flies. Eh? Time flies, listeners. Uh, you got the tip of the iceberg right here. Part two is over on Patreon.com/slash/churros-y-tacticas. Our patrons have sent in really juicy questions. Oh, that will break Diego's brain. So <laughs> if you want access to that, go over Patreon.com/slash/churros-y-tacticas. Diego. I will literally see you in five seconds. Peace out. <laughs> Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.